Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Welcome to Senior Care Live. Thanks for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. This program is all about educating seniors and their caregivers, helping them make informed decisions. And it's a great place to listen and learn. And there's so many people who consider Senior Care Live appointment radio, and I hope you will too. As always, if you have a question, you can visit online at Senior Care Live, L I V E, SeniorCareLive.com, or call 1 800 331 6445. All right, we have an excellent program for you here today. I would like to introduce David Wiley, President and CEO of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, and Patty Poor, Kansas City Hospice Director of Clinical Services. And David and Patty, welcome to Senior Care Live. Thanks, Steve. It's good to be here. Thank you. All right. So, David, November is National Hospice and Palliative Care Month. So can you start off uh, with us by talking about the significance of this month, please? Absolutely, Steve. Uh, You know, November is a time of year that uh, hospice providers throughout the country, we join together to raise awareness about the many options available for people in our community who are dealing with serious or life-limiting illness Uh, The National Hospice and Palliative Care Organization reports that nearly 1.6 million people living with a life-limiting illness in the United States receive hospice and palliative care each year. So, you know, it's part of our role as a provider to educate the community about the benefits of hospice and palliative care and the range of options that are available. And November is a really special month for Kansas City Hospice because 41 years ago on November 3rd, we began caring for our very first patient right here in Kansas City. Oh, that's right. That's right. So uh, happy belated anniversary. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks a lot. All right. And so uh, if someone is new to understanding hospice and palliative care, it's one of those things where if you don't need it, it may not be on your radar. So there are a lot of folks who may be new to understanding this. What's the first thing that you would want them to know? You know, Steve, it's a really uh, important question. 
I think the most important thing is that the goal of both hospice and palliative care is to maximize people's quality of life. You know, we do this by managing pain and addressing physical symptoms of serious and life-threatening illness in order to ensure that comfort. But we also take a whole person approach that addresses the patient's emotional and spiritual needs and provides services to the patient's family, including um, through their, their grief process. So, you know, choice in care is also a focus of hospice. And so we work with uh, each person to make sure that they are able to choose exactly how they want to live. And that is just so important. Uh, that That is that's so critically important. And uh, Patty, you're joining us uh, here today to discuss hospice and palliative care with us in, in more detail. So can you start off by describing what is palliative care? Sure. Palliative care is also referred to as supportive care or comfort care. The purpose of palliative care is to manage uncomfortable symptoms related to a serious disease or its treatment, such as pain or shortness of breath. The primary goal of palliative care is to optimize quality of life for people coping with serious health challenges. Palliative care is a, as a service that's offered alongside curative or other treatments a person may be receiving. So you could receive palliative care and still being treated for your chronic ongoing disease. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so who could benefit from palliative care and when would a person be eligible for palliative care? Okay. So any child or adult who has a serious or life-threatening illness can benefit from palliative care. There's no defined eligibility for who can participate. So it can be started at any time, even right after diagnosis. At Kansas City Hospice, we work with each of our patients to define their goals of care and help them access what's most appropriate to their needs. Some people might be referred to us right after diagnosis who aren't experiencing significant symptoms but might need support as they learn to manage their illness and maybe address symptoms which might be starting to interfere with their quality of life. For these people, our advanced illness support program might be the most beneficial. And then some people might need more intensive support to manage symptoms of their illness, such as pain, but aren't ready for hospice yet. For these people, our palliative home health might be a better fit. Okay. All right. That makes sense. So if I understand you right, palliative care is tailored to each patient's needs. So it looks a little different for each and every person. Is that correct? Yes, that is. A palliative care plan might include one or more of the following goals. So symptom management, such as pain or shortness of breath, easing treatment, side effects, such as fatigue or nausea, or maybe finding strategies to adapt to physical and life changes that accompany serious illness, or coping with feelings of depression, anxiety, or even grief. And then we also identify and assess resources to support patients throughout their illness. And helping to make decisions that align with each patient's values and goals is another reason. Okay. All right. And that, that's a lot. So, so what is hospice care? And then how does hospice care differ from palliative care? Well, the simplest way to think about hospice care is the care is when it's fo- the focus shifts from curative treatment to ensuring comfort and quality of life. Generally, this is end-of-life care, which is meant for people whose life expectancy is six months or less, but hospice care can be provided for as long as the person's doctor and the hospice care team certify 
that the condition remains life-limiting. When a cure might not be possible, hospice helps people live each day to its fullest. It helps families spend time with each other and make memories with their loved ones. We also alleviate pain and other symptoms that cause discomfort, like nausea or shortness of breath. While the primary focus of hospice care is on the person who is ill, care is provided to their loved ones as well. This care can include psychological or spiritual support and can also include respite care for family caregivers, which allows them to look after their own needs as well. We also relieve strain and stress from the loved ones so they can spend time being a family member and not just a caregiver. We treat the whole person in addition to addressing physical needs through medical care, provide emotional and spiritual care as well. Physicians can help decide whether a patient's needs are best met through home health care, palliative care, or hospice care. So you just said everything that you just that you just reviewed uh, that's it's a profound amount of of support you know caring for the families alleviating pain and other symptoms uh, giving the family a break letting them be, be family and not just the caregiver uh, it just goes on and on and on what a just just an incredible service so would it be accurate to say that hospice care is actually a form of palliative care just just maybe more defined to address a certain period in a person's life? Absolutely, yes. Hospice care is also palliative care, meaning its purpose is to help manage uncomfortable symptoms and optimize that quality of life. Because the term palliative care hasn't really been officially defined, it can have a lot of different meanings from one provider to the next, where hospice, on the other hand, is always going to have certain things which are included because Medicare guidelines mandate it. Um, there are different diff- there are differences between hospice providers, but overall, they all must meet those minimum guidelines. Okay, and so do you have quite a few uh, palliative care patients that at some point transition to that hospice care, that more defined care? Yes, we do. We absolutely do. So, oh. Steve, on our uh, advanced illness support program, for example, I think about forty percent of those patients ultimately transition over to hospice. Um, And and it's always most important, I think, to remember it's based on the patient's goals of care. And and our company is very specific about listening and respecting what their wishes are of the family. And then our palliative home health program, which is also a little bit different, um, about 50% of those patients and uh, come over to our hospice program. So that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, uh, and and that's that's a natural uh, transition, and uh, it, and I think all of this, uh, both programs, uh, the the palliative care program and the hospice care service, uh, would improve a person's quality of life, and and then also their inner circle, that support team, their family, their friends, the people who love and care for them, uh, is just such a tremendous amount of support for for all of those parties. You mentioned something earlier. And I don't want to just uh, brush over that uh, or not circle back. You mentioned that palliative care could be for children as well as adults. So you care for quite a few children as well. Is that correct? Yes, we do. We have a specialized team. It's called the carousel team that takes care of our little ones. Okay. And then the hospice care is also available for uh, children as well? Yes, yeah, we do both both uh, home health and hospice under that carousel program, Steve. And 
We've been doing that great service since 1989. So when you, no one wants to talk about it, but when you need it, you need an expert. And that's exactly who we are. Yep, absolutely. No doubt about that. So if you want to speak with the experts about palliative care or hospice care, maybe talk about if you if you if you would qualify for one or the other or maybe both of those services, reach out to the excellent team at Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care at 816-363-2600 or online at KC Hospice. Org. And now the Senior Care Live question of the week. What types of services does hospice care provide? A, pain and symptom management. B, emotional and spiritual support. C, grief support for family members. D, caregiver respite. Or E, all of the above. The answer coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. Don't forget you can stream this program to any electronic device at SeniorCareLive.com and through the app Odyssey.com, and that's A-U-D-A-C-Y.com. Right back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. What types of services does hospice care provide? A, pain and symptom management. B, emotional and spiritual support. C, grief support for family members. D, caregiver respite. Or E, all of the above. And the answer is... E, all of the above. would like to welcome back my guests today, David Wiley and Patty Poor, both from Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And uh, it's just excellent information uh, that we have on the program today. And David and Patty, before the break, you talked with us about the distinctions between hospice and palliative care. I think it's important to understand uh, the differences there. And you bring up a question I've often heard people ask, isn't hospice for just the last few days or maybe a couple of weeks of someone's life. And I, I know that's uh, that may be a, a, a common question out there. So, David, could you respond to that for us? You know, Steve, um, I will. And I think it's such a good question because it is one of the most um, common misconceptions about hospice. You know, the, sh- the short answer is no. Um, you know, hospice can be started at any time when a person's ready to shift their focus of their care on quality of life rather than, um, you know, a curative treatment or lengthening life to find a cure. In fact, hospice, uh, we know, is most beneficial when it's started early enough so that we can manage symptoms, we can establish a trusting relationship between the patient, the family, and our staff. And really, many families have told us that they wish they had started hospice sooner um, because once they did have their loved one um, on hospice care and were able to achieve a significantly better quality of life, you know, it allowed them to enjoy their their remaining time together. Yeah, no doubt about that. Another thing I've heard is that 
and and again, it's just I I, I kind of hate this, but you know, starting hospice is just the same as giving up hope. And, and how do how do you feel about that? <laughs> you know, I, I talk about this a lot, and you know, this also is a very common misconception. And I, I really I really hope that I can help dispel this. You know, for the listeners, you know, while while the hope for a cure might not be possible. You know, with hospice, it's it's a shift to finding hope for living each day to its fullest, hope to enjoy moments and to make memories with loved ones. You know, for many people, hospice gives hope of moving into a, a new stage of life in which people can reflect on their, their life and their accomplishments and complete memory projects. Uh, they can leave a legacy for their family members. They can reflect spiritually on their life and and really work through perhaps any regrets or challenges and overcome emotional conflicts. So part of our vision at Kansas City Hospice is to value each person from life through death. And and the time at the end of someone's life is such a significant period of their life. So, you know, hospice is about valuing that time and and saying that your life matters, even if you aren't pursuing a cure, your time matters no matter how long or how short that time actually is. No doubt about it. And and I've actually heard people say, well, we don't want to call hospice because, you know, we're, we're not ready to give up. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I, I need, can I speak with you about that? <laughs> and yeah. I've, I've, uh, I've educated people uh, just one-on-one individually over all of these years uh, as I became more aware and knowledgeable of hospice and just how valuable that service is. There's nothing giving up about it. You're just improving your quality of life. There are no downsides. It's all upside. And so uh, I'm really glad that we're talking about that today. So are there any other myths or maybe misconceptions about hospice that you'd like to discuss, Patty? Yeah, you know, one is that hospice is not a place. It's really a form of care that can be given in your own home, wherever that is. Sometimes it's a long-term care facility. It can also be provided at a hospice house when or if it becomes too difficult to manage symptoms at home. You have a choice in where your care is provided. Also, hospice is not limited to any specific kind of patient or person. I often get asked things like, isn't hospice just for the elderly or just for cancer patients or just for those who are homebound? Hospice is for people of any age. And at Kansas City Hospice, we have specialized teams that serve teens, children, and families who are expecting a baby with limited life expectancy. As we spoke earlier, that's our carousel team. Mm -hmm. Less than half of people who receive hospice have care have a cancer diagnosis. So we take care of people in specialized care programs for Alzheimer's disease, congestive heart failure, chronic diseases, and then a lot of other illnesses. And you don't have to be homebound or actively dying to receive hospice care. Many people in hospice remain active. Um, they continue to visit friends and family and pursue hobbies. Some even are able to take trips. Okay. All right. That that sounds great. And, you know, something else I've heard is that hospice is just really expensive or that it's difficult to get it approved, uh, you know, through your insurance coverage. So you, can you talk to us about that process? Sure. Yes, there's a Medicare hospice benefit. So patients with Medicare pay little or really nothing for hospice care. Uh, And most private health insurance plans also include a hospice coverage benefit. If you qualify for benefits but are not currently enrolled in Medicare, our hospice social workers can help with the enrollment process. Right now, hospice care is reimbursed under Medicare while palliative care is not. Uh, 
This means that when people opt to shift to hospice care, most, if not all, of their costs are covered by Medicare. It's also important to know that not all hospice providers are equal, and some may only provide the minimum services required by Medicare. After a death, Medicare also requires that grief support be offered to family members for a minimum of 13 months. There aren't a lot of rules around what that grief support should look like, and it can vary widely between hospice providers. So it's important to interview several hospice providers to find one that fits your needs. Kansas City Hospice is a nonprofit organization, and we have a mission to provide care to all people in our community, regardless of how complex their needs might be or whether they are able to pay for care. We also have made it a priority to include services that address people's emotional, spiritual, mental health, and basic needs. So we include things like art and music therapy, memory projects, and we honor veterans program. Not all hospice providers will do this. So most physicians are fully informed about hospice. So your own physician is often a good place to start learning about eligibility and options for care. Kansas City Hospice has staff available 24 hours a day to answer questions. We can talk with your physician or we can provide you with a consultation. All right, excellent. And if people have questions about hospice and palliative care, or maybe they're in need of a consultation to you know, determine you know, what might be best for themselves or maybe a loved one, uh, where can they go? Steve, it's a great question. Our website is a great place to start for some, some initial information. We have some really good frequently asked questions um, for people in different types of care, and that's at kchospice.org. And of course, our now knowledgeable staff, we're available 24 um, seven to answer any questions or talk to you. And you can just call 816-363-2600. All right. Call David and Patty and the excellent team at Kansas City Hospice, 816-363-2600, or visit online at kchospice.org. And David and Patty, thanks so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. All right. For more information, call now. Toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget to check out all of our podcasts, or at least all of the recent episodes uh, of the podcast of this program. Just go to SeniorCareLive.com, hit the podcast tab, and they'll all be right there. Or you could find Senior Care Live on podcast on all the major podcast platforms. Just do a search and it'll pop up. You can subscribe to that and help yourself. Lots and lots of people do. All right, so I uh, just want to say thanks again to David and Patty for being on the program today, uh, both from Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And look, I could go on and on and on for hours on why you should call KC Hospice and Palliative Care, uh, but uh, I'll just, let me just say this, okay? When I'm working with families and new clients and they ask me about hospice or palliative care, either one or both, guess what I say? 
call Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. That's what I say, <laughs> okay? Because this is just this is just the obvious call. It's kind of a no brainer, okay? And let me let you know their phone number again: eight one six three six three two six zero zero. And you know what? If you don't need those services today, but you're retired and you're just thinking about the future, you're trying to get, you're you're kind of lining your ducks up in a row. You want to get your legal affairs in order. You want to understand that, you know, if this happens and I should need these services, I need to create a file or I just want to learn more about these services so that if one day I should need the services, I know who to call. Uh, that would be a great idea. And you want to go to kchospice.org. And there is a tremendous amount of information, you know, educational-based information about hospice and palliative care. Both, there are a lot of, you know, frequently asked questions. And there's just a ton of information there. If you're just in a, in a position where, you know, I just want to learn about all of these things. And then should I need any of these services down the road or in the future, then I'm now, I feel more educated about the services. I feel more comfortable uh, after hearing this program and hearing the wise uh, words of, of David and, and all of the, all the great information that we shared. I'm, I wouldn't wait till the last minute for hospice. I now understand it's about uh, improving and maximizing quality of life and helping myself with symptom management. Also, so tremendous amount of support for my family and friends, that inner circle who are helping me. It's it's so much more than this last minute phone call. All right, don't make that mistake. Okay, so but if you're that person and, and you understand uh, so much better now, keep a file and keep a file of all of these important phone numbers and providers and the hospice and palliative care part of your file. Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, the phone number 816-363-2600. Again, online at kchospice.org. And don't forget that they have uh, part of the hospice benefit is grief support for family. And, and, and close friends, again, that inner circle, that caregiving group. And these grief support groups, uh, they're, they're going on all the time in multiple places. And I just want to point out, you do not have to be a Kansas City hospice patient or, or related to a patient who received KC hospice services. It could be anyone from our community. And so, you know, David even mentioned, you know, my mother, we lost my dad in 1997 and, you know, she still struggles. My mother still struggles with this. Uh, God love her. We, We all struggle with it, but she, you know, she really struggles. And he even invited my mom who lost my dad in 1997. He invited her to attend some of the grief grief support groups, right? So uh, so this is just part of the generosity and part of the broad range of services offered by KC Hospice. So again, you don't even have to be related uh, to KC Hospice or, or have been their patient uh, or, or family, supportive family to attend one of the grief support groups. Uh, and let me just say this also, uh, Patty mentioned it earlier, you know, it's important to choose your provider wisely. So let, let me just... Again, I could talk for hours about this. Uh, Kansas City Hospice does a lot of 
fundraising throughout the throughout the year and lots of lots of you know fund uh, fundraising you know campaigns and um, in fact there's one of my favorites, you know, coming up in February. So, and we'll get to that later. But, uh, and then a major one that usually happens, you know, late September, October called Sunday Night Live. But they do all of this because, first of all, if you can't afford the services, they're going to take care of you anyway. They provide a tremendous amount of charitable care. Okay, so I guarantee you that doesn't happen with most hospice providers, period. I, I just say that with, with confidence. Uh, and so, so and again, I, I could go on forever. You're not going to get just the bare minimum required by Medicare. They go way over and above with all of the different, you know, the pet therapy, the music therapy, the art therapy. Again, I could go on forever, but here's the bottom line. You can't go wrong with at least contacting Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. I think you're going to really, uh, really appreciate them if you should need these services or just check them out and get more information if you just want some more education. But again, it's 816-363-2600 or online at kchospice.org. All right, so I'm going to shift gears here and talk about uh, some of the different uh, primary, you know, levels of care that are available in our community. And at first, I just want to uh, talk about home care, and we, and we talk about this, you know, pretty frequently on the program. So, if you're wanting to age in place in your home, wherever that might be, it could be a house, uh, you know, it could be an apartment. Uh, you know, maybe you have a family living with you. Maybe you've moved in with your adult child or children. Uh, whatever, wherever home is to you, okay. Uh, and you want to age in place, you could bring in a home care provider, and that's non-medical in-home assistance. And they're there to help you with, you know, some of those daily activities, and they could provide maybe some light housekeeping, maybe do some laundry, uh, maybe some meal preparation. They can just be with you for companionship or maybe oversight. They can help you run some errands, Maybe transport you to and from doctor's appointments, uh, maybe run by the pharmacy, maybe take you to church or to the ladies group or the men's group for some social engagement. So there's a tremendous amount of support that a home care provider can provide for you. And the cost these days, uh, it's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of about $25 per hour up to you know maybe $30 per hour that's that's uh, would cover i think the majority of the providers out there and again i've talked previously about you know the staffing challenges all everywhere has staffing challenges so i guess it's not unique <laughs> uh, but um, uh, uh, there are quite a few really quality home care providers uh, and but let me say this also there are it depends on who you talk to 200 or maybe over 300 home care providers just here in the listening area i mean that's a lot so how do you determine a quality home care provider and what are the questions that you should ask if you wanted to maybe interview uh, two or three providers well let me say this if you want to just send me an email uh, it, feel feel free to do so i would be happy to send you a home care provider screening tool 
and it has a boatload of questions that you could ask and you should ask if you're going to interview, let's say, two or three home care providers, and that could help you make your decision. Of course, that's free of charge. It's complimentary. So if you're interested in that, just go to SeniorCareLive.com and just email me uh, You know, through the contact form or the email address is also all over the website. Just shoot me an email. I'll reply and I'll just attach that form uh, for you. That's a home care provider screening tool. So I'd be glad to offer that to our listeners uh, anytime. Just shoot me an email and I'll send it back to you. All right, but what if you then have decided that you need to move from your home to a senior care community? So that entry level, the entry level is so you're going to move from, let's say, your house. Uh, I've worked with, oh, listen, senior care consulting, we are slammed right now. There are lots and lots of people reaching out to senior care consulting for assistance in that that search and selection process just to make sure that they're looking at the right places, the best places, and then helping them make the decision that's best for them and their families. So I I appreciate that. And if you need help with all of this stuff, uh, again, you could reach out at Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800 or online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. Just uh, let me know. We'll arrange a time to talk. But that entry level is moving from your house to a senior care community called Independent Living. And I'm not going to go in depth on that today. It's essentially an apartment with meals, socialization opportunities, and some transportation. So there's some support there, but you're still fully independent. You just don't have all the headaches of a house, right? And the maintenance and the upkeep and all that stuff. Uh, depending on you know how nice the place is and uh, maybe some bells and whistles, and then, of course, the size of the apartment, you're looking at... Maybe twenty five hundred, three thousand dollars a month, upwards of maybe four to five thousand dollars a month. I think that would cover the majority of independent living inventory that we have here in the listening area. Some places have freestanding villas or maybe duplexes or fourplexes, but the majority of the inventory is uh, would be an apartment. That's independent living. And coming up next, I'm going to get into the all of the different levels of care offered at senior care communities. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And you know, before, before that last break, I mentioned that Senior Care Consulting is slammed. I have to just brag about our listeners and, and, and the people who are calling for the services of Senior Care Consulting here lately, and especially lately, I've had a, a lot of our clients say, Steve, I heard one of your commercials, or I heard you talk about this on the radio, and I had no idea. I had no idea. You really, really helped me understand. And so I, I am I am very comfortable working with Senior Care Consulting, and I'm not interested in one of these free referral services. I, you know, I was going to call one of them, and there are several to choose from, and free is a powerful word, but they said at the end of the day, 
You help me understand and realize that they don't work for me. They don't represent my family. They actually receive reimbursement from the very places they recommend. And that's just not in our best interest. And I, I understand that senior care consulting is completely objective, completely unbiased. Senior care consulting does not receive a penny in reimbursement or kickbacks from any of these providers, and you actually work for us and our family. That is exactly what we need. That's what we want. We want someone working for us and in our best interest and on our behalf and someone who can uh, evaluate the entire market and not just some short list of providers willing to provide thousands of dollars in kickbacks. So uh, I just have to say our market is becoming very educated and very knowledgeable very quickly uh, about the choices that are available. And if you're fine, you know, if you're perfectly comfortable calling a free referral service, knowing that when you choose one of their places, they get uh, you know thousands and thousands of dollars in a kickback, then uh, have at it, okay? It's free of charge. If you want someone working directly for you and your family who in, 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 a, in a firm and a service that does not receive kickbacks, that's operated in a 100% ethical manner, okay? Call Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800 or visit online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. All right, so you can move from your home to a senior care community. That entry level is independent living. And then when you get into the the next uh, kind of broad category of assisted living, that's the first level of care. That's that entry level of care where they can help you with your activities of daily living. So uh, assisted living, let me just say this, it is licensed by the state. They do have licensed care staff available to help you. And uh, But you need to understand the assisted living level of care is a social model. It's not really a medically based model or a medical model at all, but they can help you with a ton of stuff. Okay, so they can help you minimally or fully with those activities of daily living, such as dressing, bathing, grooming, or maybe even using the toilet. Okay, so so if you need a little bit of help, they can help you there. If you need full assistance, they can help you with that as well. They can also help with incontinence management or incontinence support, but that's to a point. Okay, so all of these different assisted living communities, they, they all may look at that a little bit differently. Some places will help with minimal incontinence support, and some places can help with some pretty heavy incontinence and everything in between. So you have some variables at that assisted living level that you don't really find uh, in in the other levels of care. So uh, that that's a little bit of a wild card there, and each place could be different. I'm just giving you a heads up warning on that one. Okay, they all can distribute your medications. That's super important to have your medicine distributed on time. They all prepare all of your meals, snacks, and hydration. So at that point, you're you're receiving you know well balanced meals, uh, lots of hydration, snacks available throughout the day, and they're going to make sure that you're eating a healthy and balanced meal. Uh, and if you want to eat the whole pie and be a little bit unhealthy, you can do that too, <laughs> right? Uh, but uh, it good stuff there, good stuff there. And I would say that over the years, the assisted living level of food quality and preparation has just skyrocketed because of competition. 
I mean, there are a lot of assisted living communities now that have legitimate chef-driven menus. I mean, it's impressive. And a lot of places don't do that. The food's still good. But I mean, some of these places, they're using that as maybe a competitive advantage, all things being equal. Come here, we have a chef preparing, uh, you know, you know, three-star, four-star, five-star uh, dinners, uh, you know, Maybe that maybe that's the difference. Okay, so that that's really important. And then all of them offer a full slate of activities for social engagement. They all offer transportation to and from a doctor's appointment, and they also all have physicians that could come into your apartment in the assisted living community and help you with some medical needs that way. Basically, making a house call, and that's super nice as well. So that's the assisted living level of care. That's that middle, that's that between independent living and long-term care. That's that wide, wide range in the center, again, offering assistance at, at that social model. The cost is driven by how much care or support you need and then the size of your apartment. And so I can say that generally we're looking at $5,000 to $8,000 a month, uh, and that's what that is going to cost. And again, the variables being how much care or support you need and then the size of your apartment. All right, and then the highest level of care, which is long-term care, it's also known as a nursing home. Let me just say this, the industry does not like that word. Okay, I still use it. I, I'm I'm getting pretty good about saying long-term care. But look, the vast ma- I also understand this. The vast majority of individuals in the community still call it a nursing home. Uh, they they still understand it as a nursing home. But they also understand that it's not the nursing home of 20 or 30 years ago. We're uh, frankly a uh, pretty negative uh, and well-earned reputation <laughs> came along with that. Okay, uh, so so but they're, they're trying to shed that and, and trying to update our, our language here. So long-term care uh, is a medical model, so they can do everything that assisted living provides as well as full medical care. What would that be? Well, maybe someone with a tube feeding or an IV. Maybe they need IV therapy. Uh, Maybe they have uh, just full-time incontinence management and support that's just too much for the assisted living level. A lot of that is driven by just lower staffing in assisted living versus long-term care. Uh, Also, you know, they could provide wound care, wound management, uh, uh, and and two-person transfer. That's also a big differentiator. Uh, Generally, most assisted living communities can help with a one-person transfer, helping you from point A to point B with the assistance of one staff. But in long-term care, uh, if it takes more than that, two staff or even a mechanical patient lift, uh, they can can use that and help you from point A to point B. Maybe getting out of bed and into your wheelchair or in and out of the shower or on and off of the toilet, etc., etc., So there's just a tremendous amount of support at that long-term care level of care. And so the cost, don't if you're in your car, don't wreck. Uh, if you're at home or listening, uh, sitting down, you know, don't choke. <laughs> but long-term care for a shared room is averaging about $7,000 to $8,000 or so per month. Okay, that's for a shared room. For a private room, we're averaging about nine thousand to about thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars per month. So it is super expensive, but there's also a tremendous amount of care available at that long-term care level of care. 
All right, so today we talked about, and I'll break this down more in the in the coming weeks, but we talked about independent living, assisted living, and long-term care. If you have a question, always Always free to reach out to Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800 or online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.